All right, buddy. Let's review this movie here. It's um, look at the movie poster. Okay, what is this remake called? It's a fan, fan, fan four. Fat, fat four, fat four, fantastic. Fantas. Fan. Fan four stick. Uh, I'm what? pretty sure it's fan four stick. Fan four stick. That's yeah. what this is called. We're going with this. Okay. Welcome to Geekology 101. My name is Joshua. And my name is Diego. And that was us just now. Reading. Uh, uh, trying to read. Uh, attempting. To read the movie poster for the 2015 Fantastic Four reboot. Uh, and and it's not called someone, Fantastic Four. It's called Fantastic. Yeah. Someone needs to really have a conversation with this graphic designer who decided to put the number four as the A. Because then it just, it doesn't. Am I, is, do I read it as an A or do, uh, no? No, no. It, that, that says Fanforstic. No, like, if it, if it is supposed to be read as an A, then the movie is just called Fantastic. Yeah, right, exactly. I know, right? And then if not, then it's Fantastic. Four. Fantastic. It's just a bad design choice. Um, as a designer, I, 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 I uh, have beef against it. But listen... Bear with us here, okay? Yeah, we know this movie happened five years ago. Mm-hmm. And we know that it's one of the most hated movies, really, mm-hmm. uh, based on Rotten Tomatoes and on most people's opinion. But back when I saw the movie in theaters, I kind of walked away with this feeling that I saw two movies. Up until like two-thirds through the movie, I was really digging it. And then suddenly it really took a weird change in the last third of the movie. And I felt like it was a very, very different film. Like who came up with the line, there is no more Victor, there is only Doom. Doom, yeah. Who comes up with that? So so what happened is that we were, um, you know, hanging out last night, uh, browsing around. What was it that we were on? Disney Plus? Yeah. Yeah, we were on Disney Plus last night. And, you know, I was trying to f- look for something to watch because Joshua wouldn't stop watching Screen Rants. Uh, pitch meetings. Pitch meetings. They're over good pitch meetings. Over and over and over again. They're good pitch meetings, though. Yeah, but I can only stand Ryan George's voice for so many times consecutively before I start going Ryan nuts. Okay? <laughs> okay. So, anyway, I took the con- the remote control away from him uh, and I smacked him. And, no, you didn't. No, I didn't. And then well, you like kind of like he moved the pillow a little bit, yeah. And then I started looking for something to watch, and I came across Fantastic Four, the 2015 remake. It, it, it's Fantastic. Fantastic. Right. Fantastic. I apologize. And so basically, what we did is that we gave it a shot. I told Joshua, I was like, "Listen, I, I want to do an experiment. I want you to just watch this movie and kind of like take out of your mind everything negative that you've heard about it. Just, mm-hmm. just watch it." Yeah. And, and and then and then what I did is that throughout the movie, I paused it at certain points, and I checked in with him, and I was like, "What do you think of the movie so far? Like up to this point, you haven't seen anything else. What do you think of the movie so far?" And pretty much every time that I stopped throughout the movie, what was your what was your response? It was like it was great, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like so. All right, some background. This is of course a movie that was made by uh, Fox. Um, it was directed by Josh Trank. It was, uh, the screenplay was written by Josh Trank and by Jeremy Slater and Simon Kimberg. Now, 
This was supposed to be Josh Trank's vision. This was supposed to be a movie that he was bringing to life. He was coming out of, uh, what was that movie that he made that really set him out? Hold on. Wait, isn't that like from... Chronicle. You remember Chronicle? Um, I'm not sure. You don't remember it, man? The the kids who like ended up gaining like superpowers? Like, I don't think I It did. was like a found footage film. Ooh, I gotta, I gotta find this so you can watch it, man. You'll enjoy it. Have I seen it before? I, I, I don't know at this point. Wait, I'm not Chronicle sure, to be honest. Wait, Chronicle Kids Who Gain Superpowers. That sounds a bit like the Infamous Games. Does it? Yeah, like you have superpowers and you're like a teenager. Oh. Well, anyway, um, but this also had Michael B. Jordan in it. Really? Um, and it had uh, Dehan, uh, Dane Dehan uh, from the Spider-Man 2. Remember? Uh, Green Goblin? No, no. the Harry? The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Harry, yeah. There you go. Well, yeah, Green Goblin, too, by the end. Um, and it had... Um, who else did it have? Hold on. I thought that it had someone else who was actually in the thing. Maybe not. Anyway, the point is that Josh Trank had basically created this film, and Chronicle is essentially like a found footage film. These kids are, like, filming with their camera, and they film the entire process. Like, they come across something like a meteor or something that crashes down, and I won't say too much so I don't spoil it for you. Mm-hmm. But, and I'm guessing they get superpowers. Yeah, but it, like, it goes, like, things escalate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> To a crazy degree. And it's a really, really cool movie. Well, that escalated quickly. Exactly. And so, again, the story was by written by Josh Trank, and he directed it. And so, when I found out that he was going to be directing... Wait, is this the one where that little girl has, like, the bunny? Or no? I can't remember. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure. But I'll, I'll, I'll bring it up for you next time we're together so you can check it out. But anyway, the point is that Josh Trank was supposed to be creating this new vision for the Fantastic Four. He was supposed to bring it to life in a much more grounded way, in a much grittier way. Um, something that felt different from the other Fantastic Four movies. The pitch-weaving guy said that people didn't want any more awesomeness. Yeah, clearly not. <laughs> And so um, I was very excited. And again, when I was sitting in the theater and I was seeing the movie, and last night again when we when we rewatched it, I had that same feeling. Like through the first two thirds of the movie, I was legitimately entertained. I loved the acting. I loved the writing. I loved the story that was being told. It was a very fresh take on the Fantastic Four storyline. Like Johnny was laying there basically dead on fire. Oh my God, yeah. That entire scene where they gain their powers, their abilities, it's not like a celebratory, like, oh my God, look at what I can do now. Mm-hmm. It was like horrific. It was not... It was not like Tobey Maguire saying Shazam while trying to shoot webs. Precisely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't happy-go-lucky type of uh, obtaining powers. It was like, oh, my God, we were in a horrific accident. We were struck by energies that we have no clue and what they're doing to us. And now my legs are super stretchy. Right. And then, then they find themselves in a government facility, and the government is essentially like experimenting on them, trying to figure out what the heck is happening with these people. Mm-hmm. And then um, you have this break between uh, when that happens, Reed escapes from that facility, Reed Richards escapes from that facility, and then you have a year go by. During that year, they've basically been training Ben, Sue, and Johnny on how to use their abilities, and the government wants to use them as weapons. Mm -hmm. And so you see the result of that, right? Like, you don't jump to them suddenly knowing perfectly how to use their powers, you actually, you actually lapse an entire year where they've been training and figuring out how to use, how to recover from this accident and how to use their abilities. Like Reed, he's able to shift his face. Oh, yeah, it's so cool. 
It looks very plasticky, very CGI. Mm-hmm. But hey, whatever. You know, it was, um, it was a cool idea. I really like the idea. Yeah. And so, and we won't dwell too much on the story because again, this movie did come out in 2015. You can go find it on Disney Plus if you want to see it. But what was very interesting to me was being able to experience once again that this movie actually began with a really good vision, in my opinion. And then what has been known about what what, what led to this movie ending up being what it was in the third act is that there was a lot of drama going on behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. So, like, the studio was really limiting Josh Trank, and they forced him to remove, like, three huge action pieces, action set pieces from the uh, from the, the closing of the movie. Um, they were removing funding uh, based on the original funding that he had agreed to work under, funding meaning the money that the studio was giving for the movie. And I'm guessing they also switched the title to Fantastic. I'm guessing that someone around that time called it Fantastic. And um, so there was a whole bunch of drama. Then there was also drama with Josh Trank himself. Apparently, he was showing up to the stu- to the to the um, to this uh, the recording, the recordings uh, high and drunk. And the house that the studio had gotten him to live in while he was out there shooting this stuff, he trashed it for some reason. Like there was all sorts of behind the scenes drama. The point is. That by the time the film was going to be released, Josh Trank wrote a tweet, and then he very quickly deleted it. And in the tweet, he was saying, like, there was, what is that it said? Like, there was a vision for this that will sadly never be seen or something like that? I'm pretty sure that's what um, that's what Zack Snyder said. Yeah, yeah, very similar type of scenario. Although, you know, Zack Snyder's a very different thing because he left, you know, because his daughter unfortunately passed away. Um, he needed to be with his family. But... But yeah, a similar scenario in the sense that you have a director who had a very clear vision. And based on when you watch the movie Chronicle, the, that movie's really good. And you see that this guy was honestly kind of perfect for bringing to life a new, fresh version of the Fantastic Four. Or the Fan Stick. And unfortunately, the behind-the-scenes drama, studio drama, budget being pulled, the studio stepping in and saying, cut this, cut that... Ended up with a very, very rushed third act. Yeah. Where things escalate like at record speed. And also where the bad guy doesn't even look like the real version of himself. Yeah. If there's one thing that I really didn't like from the th- from up to that point in the movie is when we finally get the reveal of Doom. And he just looks like... What does he look like? I mean, they did kind of explain why he looks like that. He said they, they said did. that the that the suit fused with his body. Yeah, which is ouch. Yeah. And his helmet, in turn, also fused, and so like you can, you don't see a mouth anymore. It's, it's just, just like, like a mask. Grating. Yeah, so it's basically kind of like an attempt at a different interpretation of the look of Doom. Mm-hmm. Um, he does look a little bit cooler when he throws on the cloak. Mm-hmm. That looks kind of cool. But I feel uh, in like- the hood. But I feel like the original Doom, Doctor yeah. Doom, and the original Fantastic Four movies is like kind of classic. Well, definitely, it's classic. Um, Especially in the second Rise of the Silver Surfer. Yeah, uh, he looks more classic than in the original. I feel like. I feel like the fan film that came out, the Von Doom fan film. I feel like that is the film that is get that is done the most, and then ironically enough, it's a fan film. But I feel like that's the film that has done the most justice to Doctor Doom. Like, the dude literally looks like Doctor Doom in that movie. 
And the entire storyline that is told in that film, and it's a short film, it's something like 20 minutes long or something like that. Did I ever, did I ever show you that film? I think I watched yeah, it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you saw it. You should see it again. It's really cool. Like, the, the it shows I us Doctor Doom as he I really mean, is. I don't, I don't think he looks exactly like the original... Um, I mean, what like is comic book Doctor Doom? But what is exactly the look of Doctor Doom? Because Doctor Doom, the details have changed from comic to comic, from artist to artist. Yeah, that's that. You're right. You know what I mean? Like some of them paint it as like a very literal, just an iron mask that he puts over his face. Others give it a much more stylized, like traced around his face sort of look. Um, you have all sorts of interpretations for like Doctor Doom, look. right? But but, I, but like... mind you, the one from the from the previous from the old Fantastic Four movies, that was much more reminiscent of what we would call the classic look for Doctor Doom. Yeah, I was. This new one was like a real reimagining. Like it was really really weird. It looks like if someone painted their skin like metal. Yeah. And then like they replaced their eyes with green beans. <laughs> glowing green beans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I definitely did not like at all the look of Doctor Doom in this in this film. But I liked Victor Von Doom. Yeah. That character was cool. He was weird. You could tell his brain was wired differently from the point that you see um Doctor Storm show up at his at his like hideout or lab or whatever to recruit him back into the Baxter Institute. From that point, you see how different the guy is. He has, like, some kind of neural interface thing that allows him to control, like, everything in his house, wherever he lives. Mm-hmm. He's literally playing a video game with his mind. I know, You right? notice that? He was, like, playing Mortal Kombat <laughs> with his mind. Yeah, yeah. It was, like, a third-person uh, shooter type of game, and he was just completely playing it with his mind while he was talking to Dr. Storm. I know, right? How much skill do you need to have to do that? Yeah. Uh, so that was really, really cool. I loved the character of Victor Von Doom up until the point where they actually turn him into the Doom character, uh, which is a shame. However, when he does get get off that table and when he goes all out Doom, he like that's like a horror movie. Bro. He explodes like <laughs> seven people's heads. Yeah, he like yeah. it's like I I said this before. It's like that ending scene in the game Little Nightmares, cool uh-huh. game by the way. Um, where like uh, the main character like walks down this hall, yeah, where all the weird people are sitting and they keep on trying to like kill her. Okay, and then like she just like destroys them without even <laughs> touching them. Like her dark magic is like destroying them all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was. It felt very like Vader hallway Rogue One scene. Yeah. It was very much like that. And so anyway, yeah the 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 movie ends horribly. I really hate the movie. Everything about the movie from the point where Doom is recovered from that alternate from that other planet from Planet Zero. Mm-hmm. Everything after that point, I I really just hate. I don't like any of it. It's it, it well, just I feels mean, like a very very different film. For me, the the part that I actually really hate, yeah, is like the part when he actually gets to his uh his presumably planet. Yeah, right when he goes like all on God mode mm-hmm. and starts creating that death machine that who knows why or One for what. One question that I do have, yeah, is why the crap didn't he at least explode the Fantastic Four's heads when he exploded right? all those other people's heads? Yeah, I could maybe explain why he wouldn't have done it for Reed because maybe Reed's head, like all his organs or something, are elastic. Mm-hmm. But there's no reason why he couldn't have done that with Ben or with Johnny I mean, or with does Sue. Ben still have an actual like brain? I would imagine. Maybe How else does he operate? He has to have some kind of central nervous system. Yeah. 
Yeah, and it's it's just like at that point it becomes just one more lame superhero movie ending where the you know villain is building some kind of giant death machine and then the heroes outsmart the villain and then boom that's it the and then they done. come up with a name and then they come up with a game with a name and it's so cheesy it's so corny that whole conversation you know suddenly everything's okay like they just went through the most traumatic experience like the most traumatic two years of their lives. Mm-hmm. And they were going to be used as weapons, and like suddenly they're standing in front of the government officials, the generals or whatever, and, and they're, they're like, like, "Give us a lot of space," and yeah. they're like, "Okay, sure." They're like, "Sure, how much space is that going to is that going to be?" All right, fine. And I was like, "What? <laughs> Why are you giving them a whole base to themselves to do research? That doesn't make any sense." And then they get there to the balcony area. They're seeing their entire new home and, and work area, and they're all like, "This is good. Yeah, this is fantastic. Oh, that gives me an idea for a name." Like, <laughs> come on, man, that's just so corny and played out. The name out. is Fantastic. Fantastic. That's what they call themselves. So anyway, um, yeah, it was a it was interesting to me last night when we rewatched it. it was cool to see your reaction to it too and yeah. for you to like actually see what i was talking about that it really wasn't a bad movie until that point in the third act uh what did you think about that movie and have you seen it at all at all since it came out in theaters because if not i would highly recommend that you hop over to disney plus check out the movie try to go into it with a blank mind like don't come in with preconceived notions see what you think about the movie especially those first two-thirds of the movie because i really feel like there was something that was that was good about that movie and i'm curious to see if you would agree let us know what you think you can reach out via email g101 at gmail.com we're also on social media instagram twitter and facebook at g101 podcast for all things geekology 101 you can head over to our website geekology101.com and until the next episode folks goodbye peace Game over.